Come on in, sit down, grab a beer, and get comfy for yet another Beer Napkins podcast. We hope you'll find the next 30 minutes or so enjoyable, educational, and inspirational. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check our web, our site at beerandnapkins.com, all one word, and use the word and, and not the symbol. And you can also find us on Twitter at Beer and Napkins, again, all one word. Beer and Napkins helps generate new ideas and new initiatives by leveraging informal third spaces, community-enabled design, and visual thinking. Now off we go. A big round of applause for our hosts. Welcome. Uh, this is Phil McCry and Paul Hebert. Uh, we want to welcome you to the inaugural Beer and Napkins podcast. So welcome, Paul. Welcome, Phil. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> Uh, we are here in the lovely town of Greenville, South Carolina, right? And uh, what place are we at, Bob? It's Bob? called The Flat on Woodwood, Woodruff Road. Flat. I'm already, I've only had one whiskey, one scotch, and right. I'm already kind of slurring a little bit. Now. What, are we, what are we drinking now? What, uh, gosh, on? you know, I'm not even going to be able to pronounce it, but it's called Ard, Ardberg. I don't know. Hardberg, uh, uh, Ale, something like that. That sounds, that sounds great. Uh, but it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's very peaty, right? So peaty, but they also do it in a, uh, I think they said a sherry cask, so it's, got, go. some, it's yeah. got some sweet notes to it, too. Not that we're whiskey aficionados at all. No. We're, we're drinking aficionados. Right, so we kind of upscale <laughs> from beer, right? Yeah. So, um, so. But yeah, it's a kind of a finish off here of our exactly. lunch here. But, uh, yeah, welcome, everyone. Um, so what is Beer Napkins? Um, Beer Napkins is really focused on really three things. Ideas, community, and informality. So we're in here in a, a, a pub, if you will, yep. sharing ideas and really enjoying our discussion and dialogue on uh, our life and uh, daily events and uh, where we want to go in 2018, Paul. So uh, yeah, yeah. What, what's, your, what's your thoughts about 2018 right now? Well, luckily it's only three weeks old now, right? <clears throat> I think it is. What it, no, wait, only two weeks. Not even. One. Not even right. One. See, this is how bad 2018 is. I already think it's three times longer than it was. 2017 was a killer, right? I mean, for everybody, I think. Yeah. It was a year of disruption, right? Yeah, I mean, well, right? that's what we kind of hope everybody has with yeah. the whole beer and napkins thing, right? Because the idea is to, we want to help people create ideas that actually can disrupt and make them happy, make them money, maybe. Yeah. Uh, build community. Build new ways of doing things, and we think sitting in the bar like we are right now is a good way to do that. So, I, you know, as far as 2018, I'm, I'm actually a little optimistic. I do think the economy will pick up a little bit in spite of a lot of things. I don't want to get into politics. It's probably not a good conversation yeah, not, to have not a good right thing, now. <laughs> but either way, I think we'll be. I think 2018 is, is a little bit more optimistic than I thought I'm, it might be. But anyway, that's just me. Um, I'm having a good time with it already, and uh, yeah, I'm especially hanging you. out with you, Paul. Well, yeah. I'm the lucky guy here at the table. But anyway, <laughs> so the mutual admiration society can now start. But Phil, what, what, what would you say? Your what was one thing from 2017 you want to bring forward into 2018? Well, uh, you know, I, I met a lot of great new people. And, you did, uh, yes. Uh, I think one of the, the the pivotal events that I went to this year was uh, in Rhode Island, actually. Uh, the Business Innovation Factory and uh, meeting cool. uh, uh, the, the founder, uh, Saul Kaplan, and uh, 
uh, a lot of different folks around there to initiate and uh, communicate ideas, and uh, it was it was really impactful. It was it was a lot of um, a spirit of innovation. I know that Saul is an innovation junkie, and uh, that's what he calls himself. And uh, it was a just a it was a great, and I'm, I'm, I made a lot of friends from that, and. Uh, I think the spirit of community, that's what I really enjoyed there. And, of course, uh, we've had a, a number of beer and napkins events uh, this past year, really focusing in on uh, affordable housing. Yep. Uh, I think that's one of our, our important, uh, uh, impactful community type of initiatives that we had in our community. And also art. I think at the foundation of beer and napkins is is, is an element of an artistic um, a focus of, of, of sharing your ideas in a visual manner. And I think as we get into what beer and napkins is, the mission and vision, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that. But uh, I think a couple of events that we've done has uh, really been focused on that, and that was very impactful to me in meeting people in the artistic community. Yeah. Well, didn't you? Was it 2017? You went to Germany. Uh, 2015. Well, I, I went to Italy long? and England there, and uh, okay. Uh, one of the disruptive. Been that long? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So, one of the disruptive things that I did was uh, really express my artistic, uh, uh, my it's artistic muse, and really express that into some watercolors and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's right. Enjoy that. If, yeah. if you are listening to the podcast, that Phil's doing some great watercolors. Where, where, where? You got your own Etsy channel, do you? I do. Um, McCrite Design. McCrite Design. Yes, there you go on Etsy. Oh, before we get too far, too deep into this, by the way, uh, beerandnapkins.com. That's the website. Uh, let's make sure we say that at the beginning and the end. So if anybody wants to go out and see what's going on, beerandnapkins.com. The word "and" is spelled out. It's not the ampersand. It's beer and napkins, all one word. dot com, and that's also our Twitter handle too, beer and napkins. So, so kind follow of, us. <laughs> so, so again, Paul, what's uh, what happened in, in your world? What was some impactful? <sighs> impactful. Well, you know, I think one of the things I did twenty seventeen that was kind of out of character for me is I got off of Facebook. I, wow! I, I know. I know. You Everybody, got out of the bubble. I got out of the bubble. I was after the election. I felt really bad, and and regardless of which way I was bent on the election, the process of going out to Facebook became painful. It was taking away more of me than it was giving. So I just got off. I thought, for my background, especially since I do a lot of social media work in general. Uh, to not be on Facebook, it really, I swear to God, it, there was a withdrawal process here. I think I was a little addicted. Um, I, 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 I will honestly say that I did up my Twitter work right after I got off Facebook. So I think I was trying to, you know, substitute my different social media drugs. But I did. I got off Facebook, and I think it helped me gain some perspective because it made me think through things over a bigger period of time. And I think as we talk about beer and napkins and a few of the other things we're working on, it's so easy to fall into this trap of initially just believing or doing something so quickly because you feel like action is better than inaction. But I think it helped me to kind of take a step back and start to, all right, well, let me go analyze that. Let me look for alternative facts, so to speak, or, or different points of view, I guess is a better way to put that, not alternative facts. But I think I'm bringing that into 2018 that I'm going to spend more time trying to find different things to talk about, not just 
what the zeitgeist is for that day. Yeah. So I did. I did, I did go back on. I, I gave everybody a Christmas present. Got back onto <laughs> Facebook for the week of Christmas, and then now I'm off again. So. That was one thing I think I brought forward from 2017 to 2018 is just taking a um, a much more big picture view of things. Oh, that's that, that's excellent. That was definitely a disruption personally for you. To, to, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still addicted, Paul. I mean, I, 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 I'm getting a, a, a sense of pullback, if you will, from, from hmm. engagement on Facebook and you know, kind of exploring other things, reading more, right? There you go. But, uh, but you know what? Um, I, I, there was one other thing I wanted to mention Yeah. Uh, from my, what was impactful for me. I had to spend about six months in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I was not particularly um, thrilled about going to Cleveland. In my work, work, work. Oh, Cleveland's a good town. Yeah, but yeah, right, 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 right. But I want to give a shout out to a, a few individuals I mean, I that really enlightened me to Cleveland. So Frank Zupin, Tammy Colson, Zuko, yeah, uh, uh, Deb Mills Schofield. That really kind of that what made it made it really uh, a pleasant. Uh, insightful visit in Cleveland rocks now. I really do believe Cleveland rocks. Well, if you're going to see Cleveland, if you see it with the Zuko, Frank and Tammy, you're doing it right because they are are the ultimate hosts for for Cleveland, no doubt about it. I I did get a little history and uh, I I feel feel very much... uh, that Cleveland is a destination you should go to. I'm going to cheers to that. But So, ding. All right. Excellent. Um, So, beer napkins. Why are we doing this podcast? I think we've got a good reflection, too. Yeah, why are we doing... So, Paul, do you... You've been... You've been with me since the onset of beer napkins where it officially kind of coalesced into... You know, sometimes my memory gets a little cloudy over the years. Um, it was it was a, at a bar. I think we, we when we first initiated. Was that Addie's? I think, I think it was Addie's bar in Greenville, something yeah. like that. Right? Yep. And I think one of our first little dialogue sessions in regards to you know what we want to do out of beer napkins was with a. Um, Greenville uh, Interfaith. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was kind of a charity type of situation yeah. where an uh, individual was um, building a, a community of faith to help the homeless, I think. Right. So Green, what, it was the Greenville Interfaith, uh, Interfaith Hospitality Network. Yeah, a gentleman named Tony Gain. So, yeah, uh, excuse me, Tony McDade. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, shared with his story about the homeless situation in your town. Yeah, just briefly to let everybody know, Gain is basically, uh, if you think about homeless people, there's there's places for homeless women to go. There's places for homeless men to go. Uh, part of the problem you run into is when you have families that are homeless, where do they go? Uh, taking kids into a homeless shelter for men is probably not the best thing. Um, taking them into homeless shelters for women is probably a little bit better, but it's still not family friendly. So what uh, Gain tries to do in Greenville is find homes. For, uh, they, they, they put petition churches and hopefully find people, members of the church, that are willing to give up uh, parts of their home and bring in homeless families, you know, parents and children, 
And their problem was is they didn't know how to reach out and get enough people to volunteer. And so our first uh, beer and napkins kind of thing was helping them figure that problem out. So we brainstormed around that, um, helped them learn more about social media, uh, understand how they could leverage that to get more inputs, more resources. And I think they've done a pretty good job. And we did that all, you know, it was all pro bono at that time because we were actually just kind of building the house, so to speak. So we didn't even know what beer napkins was going to end up being. And you, I'll tell you, Phil, you you pivoted this three or four times yeah, yeah. over the years because that was now, that's like seven years ago now. Yeah, yeah, 2010, yeah. So almost eight. Right. So, I mean, it has its heart in uh, community service. I yeah. think it still has its heart. I think yeah. we've pivoted back to that. I think with the latest uh, focus on affordable housing. But I think... At the heart of beer and napkins, what we what we're trying to understand is it's really a basis of dialogue. I think dialogue, and, and what I mean by dialogue is a, a really interplay between advocacy of your idea and also inquiry. So a counterplay between those two is really at the heart of this. Uh, where did I, I didn't come up with this idea? It's really with this physicist David Bohm that really kind of advocated this this whole uh, spirit of dialogue and really kind of understanding. You got to listen, right? right, and listen to the other point of view, empathy, right? Mm-hmm. So building on that, and, and not to say you can't advocate your position. It's just hey, learn. You may have some mutual things to develop out of this interplay between understanding and questioning, and and doing. All in an informal environment, like a pub, right? You're relaxed. You have a couple of beers. You got a napkin. You may write that down on that napkin in a visual manner, right? You know, so so that's kind of the birth of really. And I have to shout out to my brother Joel McCry. Um, The whole emphasis of beer napkins or the name beer napkins came out of sitting at a bar and just saying where do most ideas come from right good and bad <laughs> yeah good and bad yeah a lot of bad a lot of bad experiences yeah you try not to document the bad no ones, you kind of <laughs> you kind of you kind of pull that narrative out right so no but you're but, dead on yeah so i think you know this has been an evolving period like you said paul you know we pivoted several times we've worked with pitch sessions in pubs and, 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 and really right. looked at feedback to entrepreneurs and um, we also uh, did uh, design thinking sessions and I think that's kind of the the it's been the modus operandi to kind of use a uh, iterative process of, of, of visual thinking, uh, community, crowd-based ideas, and an informal environment. So that's kind of like been the the uh, process. Right. right yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of this and, and why, you know, when we first started working on this together and I really like the idea, I think we're doing great. You need a drink? Right? Thank you. I think we're doing Right now, right. but yeah. don't go too far. That's our waiter. Thank you. <laughs> um you know, the beauty of putting this all together originally, though, I thought was, is like you said, that you're, you're changing the paradigm of how what we normally think new ideas 
the life cycle of a new idea. We normally think of it as somebody sitting by themselves in a room and a light bulb goes off and they get this great idea and then they go and work and toil and sweat and come up with the, the right approach and then they go to the patent office and they fill out, they get an attorney involved and then all of a sudden it becomes this great idea. And we're saying, you know what now, first of all, great ideas um, that happen that way are pretty rare. But they usually happen through conversation, dialogue, asking questions, challenging perceptions and assumptions, and doing it in a way that's informal, like 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 you said. So I, I was real excited when we started thinking about how we can change this idea of ideas come from singular effort to ideas come from opening up the dialogue to more people using empathy, using design thinking, using the informality of a pub and to really allow those ideas to become more than what they started as. And that's always been the fun part of this. So, you know, one of the things I think, you know, with the podcast, what we're trying, what Phil and I are working on now is we're trying to say is one of the, one of our steps is, is how do we now socialize the whole beer and napkins idea? The, the, the mission values how you go about it and so one of the things again the reason that we started the podcast is to talk about beer napkins but also to pimp out our book that we're putting together yeah. um, so I want to make sure we spend some time talking a little bit about that but uh, Phil came to me a little while back and said you know I want to do a field guide and I said well what the hell is a field guide <laughs> so Phil why you Tell me a little bit, when, when you were thinking about this whole field guide idea, what was really going through your head? Because, I mean, really, at the end of this podcast, we hope people listen to future podcasts, get involved with your napkins, but also, when we finally do publish, get one of our field guides, because we want to make this grow. So what were you thinking with the field guide? I think it was just to kind of build on our experience, what we experienced over the past seven years, right, and some of these experiences around... Uh, building those ideas in an informal environment and really the steps in there and, and really kind of pull in all that knowledge that we've uh, simulated with a lot of different things that's going on, like design thinking and visual literacy, visual thinking, uh, community building, um, supporting the community. There's a lot of... of uh, individuals out there who had their dreams and um, ideas that they wanted to come to fruition and we just wanted to kind of build in from our ideas of how we built beer and Adkins to say hey this is how we did it right how how can you build your own community how can you build your own ideas and just capture that as a field guide and just kind of build our experience from what we dealt with so yeah. it's 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 not a it's, there's a lot of good ideas out there and we want to distill as, as much as we can, but it's not a perfect science book. Yeah. As, as, as I've grown and understand the world we live around, it's not a, long, a linear world. It's not a A, B, C, D, E world. It's very nonlinear. Things, there's so many different variables out there. I think the term that I, I, I it's, it's been really resonating with me lately is the term VUCA. Have you heard that term? Yeah, it's been around for a little while. A little, yeah, little military yeah. term. Volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity. With a community and with uh, diversity in ideas and our, our building community around an idea, I think you can really 
meet the challenges of this yeah. VUCA world we live in, the chaotic, they call them wicked problems in the North, right? I know we got a wicked storm coming. Oh, we, wicked. Out of, out of Boston, you know, the whole uh, idea is the complexity of the world problems that we're dealing with. I, I, I do think that being at a grassroots level in place like a pub, getting your friends together, I think the ideas flow in a nonlinear fashion. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be scientific about it, but I think you, 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 you kind of have a, a level of connection, a, 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 a spirit of exploring ideas and dialogue around this. Oh, I, no doubt about it. I mean, I, I don't know how many times they've sat in a bar we start talking about the, the New England pa- Patriots, we end up finding at the end of the conversation debating who is the smartest person in the Flintstones movie. Uh, you know. So uh, we, we always end up bouncing around, and I think that's great. And I think the field guide idea, though, is because there's kind of this, uh, in my mind, as we were putting this together, uh, kind of this, uh, I don't know if the, what the right word is, but this dichotomy or this, this yin and yang thing that we're talking about an informal process, for generating ideas and bringing those to fruition in the market, uh, utilizing very um, informal and, and kind of free-flowing ideas, but yet a field guide is kind of a rule book around how you can do that. So there's this this tension between we want this to be as informal as possible, but we want you to kind of follow some rules. And I think that's kind of a fun conversation to have on paper, right? So we're going through right now because we want people to be able to use the informality, but at the same time know that there are some steps, you know, that you just have to go through. Like, you know, coming up with an idea... You know, there are some ways that generate more ideas than other ways. How many times, Paul, have you been in a um, a board meeting or a brainstorming session where individuals start overthinking and overanalyzing and debating ideas? I don't know, maybe everyone. We didn't have the purpose of them. Right, right. You know, I mean, I've been so many where it just seems to be that the the original spirit and the the, the fun, the the exploration just gets squashed and, 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 and overthinking things. And I think... I'm just given a nugget of some of the things that we do in beer napkins is that we do a quick ideation process at the bar in some of our um, community events where we really rapidly go through a succession of building ideas individually and as a team and collectively building on those ideas and coming up with solutions at the bar really quickly without overthinking those things. Yep. And sometimes... You know, you have to have structure. I agree. You have to have some level of structure, but overthinking and the um, the risk aversiveness of, of not letting those ideas flow is just sometimes overwhelming in an office yeah. environment. I don't. No, what do I'm you with think? you. I'm with you, and I think you, know, you mentioned VUCA about the, you know the, just everything's uncertain anymore. But the one thing that's also part of this, and that, that I think we forget about, and we don't adjust our thinking around, is the speed at which things change today. Yes. Um, too often, you know, we, there was a great quote I heard a couple weeks ago, and I'm trying to use it as many places as possible. So I'm going to use it again here, and it's that we're addicted to certainty. We love it when something is certain. Mm. 
we don't have that luxury anymore. Things change way too quickly. So this idea of beer napkins gives you a way to quickly identify ideas, quickly go through a design phase, quickly prototype an output, quickly get uh, crowdsourced input and build your community, quickly expand on that idea through the community. So part of what we're trying to do with this field guide, too, is make it easy for this to happen quickly. And I know that... I talked earlier about how I wanted to spend 2018 thinking a little bit more deeply rather than so fast. But I think those, again, that's the tension we have in this world is do we get, how do we make time to give us time to think at the same time acting because things are changing so quickly. Right, right. So maybe that's a topic we should jot down for a future podcast. I'll tell you what, there's so many avenues that we can go down, Paul. I mean, as I hear you talk about being flexible and agile, a lot of times we cannot meet these challenges of this this VUCA world because of our biases. And Absolutely. Um, um, one individual is another good influencer is uh, Dave Gray, who's, who's written this book, Liminal Thinking, that kind of challenge our, our way we tackle problems, the way we understand problems, and really is taking a step back right. on that process as well. And that... And, that's a difficult thing when you've been locked down. Paul, you taking a step forward when you got off Facebook. <laughs> a lot of people think the opposite. Yeah, but. well, but my Luddite friend, I think... Uh, my wife's uh, appreciative. Yeah, I tell she, you what, your focus has probably uh, improved somewhat. It, I, I think it has personally. Yeah. But, uh, hell, we, get, we got a couple of... Uh, we'll, we'll probably post this on Facebook, by the way, too. So. Well, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, won't, yeah. I won't see it, but maybe on Twitter there you I'll go. see it. But... <laughs> Um, so, this field guide, I mean, w- one of the things we want to try to do with this field guide is give people kind of a, a playbook where we're looking at our history here. Um, I, I think going forward, what do, we, we want, what do we want to try to talk about in future? I think it's, it's a good idea to kind of give people a taste of the future here. What, what do we think we might do with some of these uh, podcasts in the future? I, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, you don't know. Because oh, we know it can change too. It, it so can we're change, not locking right, ourselves right, into anything. Right. So, so given the the, I, I read this report by Ford. It was it was interesting. What they the future looks like, and and of course this mm-hmm. is out of their marketing and innovation of futures department out of Ford. Cool. And a lot of the things that they did was a lot of social challenges in there in the future because it's become instricably tied social challenges and social community challenges is tied to business you can't delineate those things anymore so social social responsible type topics will definitely be part of that i think we we've got to address affordable housing affordable you know things that help support you know how do we continue to build community at a grassroots level and a national level and other things and what what type of technology innovations and other things to help build that foundation that's one thing of course our core is, is building community and formality visual thinking design thinking mm-hmm. things around that I'm, I'm sure technology will be part of that as well because we need to be aware of the significant changes in AI and VR AR machine learning all these things are, 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 are becoming I just read an article lately about how um, algorithms are dis- are really help nudging us in certain decision making, and, and, and it's been very 
ubiquitous, right? I mean, it, it, it's been really kind of weaving through, and we don't even realize that how it, it's becoming over to how Google Maps, I mean, telling us which way to go, they're learning where we go, what our decision making, all these things feeding together with big data, sensors, and all these other things. I think we need to talk about those things and pull those ideas out because you guys will be building ideas in pubs, right, based on these impacts, right, social impacts, technological impacts. What other impacts, Paul? What other interactions? Well, I mean, I think you're, you're hitting on the high ones. You're talking about social. You're talking about technology. I mean, obviously, financial and political. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked earlier before we turned the microphone on that, you know, what's going on with China? Are they becoming a world power that we, you know, we have to pay attention to them versus everybody used to pay attention to us? So the political landscape's changing. Um, for good or for bad, we don't know yet, but it is changing. So all of those things go into what we're doing. I think our goal, though, at the end of the day should be that we want to help people bring that idea they think they might have mm-hmm. from that little tiny napkin sketch to something that they can they can either they can sell, they can implement, they can work with somebody else to, and to make a change and make some sort of change, whether that's at a, a social level or even a personal level. Um, there's nothing to say. We haven't done it yet. And actually, I'm just thinking of it as we're talking, but how would you apply beer and napkins to your own life? How would you... Um, pivot your life and use the beer and napkins process. So it might even, that might even be a good um, discussion to have with somebody at some point, some life coach. Uh, but I think that uh, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're 29 minutes into this um, or so. Our goal is to help people feel, you know, give them a, a way to forward that they may not think they have. I think that was what me and you sitting in a bar with a few other people said, okay, how do we get from A to, to, to Z? With a, and so we put together, mostly you put together this process of beer napkins. So I'm hopeful that when we finish the field guide that we can get a lot of people that are involved with that and doing it and we can help you know obviously yeah we would love to hear your stories yeah. and we want to spotlight many stories out there of building these ideas and informal environments and how that I think Disney I think one of the big impact I saw was that it, the statement was it all started with a mouse right. a drawing of a mouse and that's how Disney was formed you know one little small little nugget of some visual representation. Well, you hooked me in when you were talking about how the, the beer napkins thing, the whole idea of, the, what was it, the Green Dragon pub? Yeah. I mean, the hell, the revolutionary, the revolutionary yeah. war and us becoming a country that was so started in a pub. So many stories about pubs and I just, I just, I think it means our founding fathers were drunks, maybe. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, right? No, well. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so many ideas that were created in a formal environment. So, where do we take it from here? We we don't want you know we don't want you guys sitting there on the listening to this podcast and have us drone on. But uh, you know the goal here is to come up with more episodes. We like we said we're sitting in the flat uh, on Woodruff Road. Who by the way have they have an awesome menu here? And if you like Good whiskey, whiskey yeah, they got a plenty of whiskeys on the menu. Um, they've got a whole boatload of beers. Uh, a really good place to just kind of hang. Um, it's called the Flat on Woodruff Road, kind of across from where the Fresh Market is, where they just built that. So about you know, yes, past all the traffic up by 385. 
Uh, but in the future, as we do these podcasts, we'll announce them ahead of time. We'll tweet them out, put them on the site, put them on the blog or whatever, um, and we'll pick a place and set up the microphone and sit. We do back. a Facebook live. Or something. Yeah, do say yeah, that you eat. would not be on. But I, well, I'll be on it, but I, I wouldn't be able to watch it. Right? <laughs> but then we'll we'll go ahead and pick a place, put it on the schedule. Maybe you all can join us and hang out. So I don't. Did you have anything else to? I mean, to close out with? No, I just uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, we be so interested in hearing you guys' ideas. Absolutely. And what kind of topics that you guys come up with, and be again be looking for our field guide, and uh, we hope you take some of these ideas and run with them and build your ideas out in formal environments support your local third spaces uh, I think that's important I think a community is important to kind of but we'll have to take little the, the, the individual elements of the beer and napkins process and maybe blow them out on yeah, individual right. podcasts like the third space idea keep that in the back of your mind that may be the first one uh, but uh, so let's don't forget beerandnapkins.com beer and A-N-D napkins.com also beer and napkins on twitter and we will hopefully see you in person, or if not, you'll be seeing or listening to us on our next podcast. So thanks a lot. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Phil. All right. Thank you, Bob. Thanks so much for your time today. If you'd like to be a part of the podcast, check our website at beerandnapkins.com, all one word, for our schedule. We always record live in a pub and love to have you in the audience. Until our next podcast, here's to new ideas, new friends, and the pubs that enable greatness. Thank you so much for listening.